Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Shad. This week we covered 1993's Chill Factor. Coming soon from AIP Home Video. Demon Possessed. Three college couples take a snowmobiling break in a remote Northwood location. Ooh, some tough guy. After a drag race ends abruptly in a crash. They search for shelter, finding a boarded up children's camp, once run by a murderous religious order. Keep the beast in the field. When the Bible says the beast, it means the devil. And an innocent game with an ancient Ouija board activates the demonic spirit of the camp, which possesses the injured student. Happen again if the killer isn't put away. One by one, the students succumb to the demon's fiendishly original mayhem. Unleashing the horror of a night of murder. possessed coming soon from aip home video i'm sorry the chill factor not chill factor the film that came out with cuba gooding jr and skeet urich not that film the chill factor i love when they i love when they have the same name and they have to add like the the like that substance a chill factor something like that yeah terrible this was an arrow release um of course they you know, bring these fucking crazy movies back from the dead. <laughs> um, they should have just left this one buried, but at the same time, not buried because then I would have never seen one of the most illogical, craziest fucking movies I've ever seen. Like this movie is just, I mean, there's so many different things that ha- like insane things that occur. Well, let's just start off with your favorite part of it. The part that the movie was actually filmed in 1989. It just didn't get released until 93. But this is one of the rare horror movies with a narrator. And the narrator is narrating it from the far-flung future of 2019. So the narration is taking coming from the future. So she's already... And they make mention, oh, the year 2000 was just around the corner. It was 11 years away. That's not just around the corner. Yeah, it was narrated by Valley slash Premonition Girl, the final girl. Also, final girl. She has many. She's the Valley slash Premonition final girl, Jenny. And she's the one that informs the people um, that the camp is a dark place now. And that she also reveals that her mother used to be a fortune teller. Wow. Like, if that doesn't just fucking sum up the whole movie for you, it just tells you like a little, like a taste of what's to come. I mean, 
at first I was like, are they trying to do like um, a silver bullet? like kind of thing like the film is narrated that's kind of weird okay but then there's like illogical time jumps and the whole it's already fucked and then also i have to say how dare they okay how dare they do this so these these group of friends are snowmobiling right one of them gets into a terrible accident and they just happen to just stumble across a camp, a summer camp. Now, obviously, this is said during the winter, but a, a Dominican, this is the issue that I have, a Dominican camp on Blackfriar Lake, okay? The, the stuff in the camp, as soon as you open, like, you look inside, you're like, what the fuck was this camp about? Because there's some crazy shit everywhere. Oh, this was Camp Evil Church Camp is what this was. Yeah, oh, because they were Dominican. How dare they? Like, what? No, I'm talking about the upside-down crosses that were all over the walls. That seemed to be quite give away to me that there was something not right at this camp. No, I, what made it right now for me was that I was like, first of all, what? Out of all, like, why is there, like, a weird, like, Hispanic camp in the middle of, like... Wisconsin. This, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Very strange, okay? Very strange. There's shaky cam, like the worst script ever. I mean, let's just jump into the movie. So we have these, now these these people are stuck in this damn cabin, right? This guy's like bleeding from his head. It's, you know, craziness ensues. Which I love how like he crashes in and goes flying off the snowmobile into the tree. And then they're all like, oh, should we move him? Should we just leave him here? Well, we can't leave him here. He'll die. Well, let's pick him up and carry him into the camp. He he probably won't get any internal injuries. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's move him to the abandoned church camp. He's probably safe there. Yeah, he's going to be fine. We're just going to like, you know, put a like a little towel on it and he's going to get over like being in a coma. It's good. Yeah. He had a pretty massive head wound from what I remember and some massive like broken leg broken hand that he was thoroughly fucked he was not gonna live through this no this is like okay jimmy can't walk now um he is mad paralyzed <laughs> and in a coma this is like when you like the crash he's like <laughs> into the freaking tree it was not good it was not good at all there was no way he was coming back from that which later on in the film when he does come back from that people are not like that's weird that's that's kind of weird. He's it's not, not unusual that your hand, that there were bones sticking out of it previously, has all completely healed. That's fine. I'm sure he put some Neosporin on that shit and it just cleans, cleared that shit right up. And then after you put the Neosporin on that and it clears it up, then it's like, you know what makes me really fucking horny is to see that you no longer have bones sticking out of your hand and now I'm just going to like fuck the shit out of you because you've survived and you're awake now. Remember there was like a whole... <laughs> yep. I mean, let's. We went a little into the thing because a demon has possessed this this person's body. Obviously, no, 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 not yet. The demon doesn't possess them until they go and get the weirdest fucking Ouija board you've ever seen, and bring that shit out and start playing with it. That's when the demon comes into it. Oh yes. And I'm not sure exactly how I would describe this Ouija board, but it is not like obviously they couldn't get the rights to use a regular Ouija board like or anything else but it 
It's really terrible. It's like a makeshift Ouija board they pull out of the closet. And we always say, like, isn't that funny how everyone just knows how to, like, do these things? They're just like, oh, I've never played with this Ouija board before, but I know exactly what it's trying to tell me. It's like, no. Like, the film didn't know what it wanted to be. Was it an occult, like, a film? There's, like, a crying Jesus statue and an upside-down uh, Jesus also in there, like the occult board it well, had that's where that's where the the woman who uh, her mother or grandmother whatever it was used to tell fortunes or whatever had the site so of course she knew how to use this exact weird fucking ouija board i'm trying to see if i can find a picture of it to post online later but i can't seem to find one but it oh is yeah very... because you know your dead grandma that's come to help you no she did not come to help she no i'm saying she gives you the foresight of like you know every fucking ouija board that's ever been made even the makeshift ones that were made by little small dominican children like we know all about it yeah what was this camp like there was a weird cult vibe about that so yeah they don't even really get into too much about that at all like i said it was a whole lot of nothing. Like, it was just like, we're going to hate you and just shove all these different things. And we're going to just not follow through with most of the stuff. Actually, nothing. Like, besides the fact that now a demon has possessed someone's body and that demon is going to do some crazy things. I feel like the demon that possessed the guy's body was just really horny and decided he was just going to, you know kill the women and then make them come back alive so then he can have sex with them and then have sex with the ones that were alive and then heal them afterwards it was just very strange yeah we have got an interesting face of like his sex face in this we've got an interesting picture of that it's like i would think this guy's sex face would tip you off right away that something was wrong yeah because uh spoiler alert the girl that he's having sex with doesn't his girlfriend doesn't really um know that that's not her boyfriend she doesn't feel maybe it's feels different this time his facial expressions are different um the weird languages that he's spewing out that's not weird at all to her um (laughs) oh yeah here it is i found a picture of the ouija board this thing is like a giant it's like the ouija wheel it's like a big round board with like a spinning thing in the middle of it that goes. It looks like a crazed spin the bottle game where you're going to spin around to different letters and this kind of thing. So this is unlike any other Ouija board I've seen in a movie. I'll give them that. They at least did something original with that. Yeah, I mean, they had to. It was the only interesting thing besides all the weird sex scenes with the demon. Besides that. Also, the cover to this... Uh, film we've covered other films i think that trapped oh shit that trapped movie which did it you just it was told also me. an arrow live uh, arrow release too and, uh, another arrow release where the front cover of the vhs the cover of the vhs is completely, completely has nothing to do with the movie it has different actresses in it on the cover and everything because everyone from that movie had quit acting so they just got a couple of different random uh women to be on the cover of the movie yeah we normally would tell you who was in the movie but none of these people went on to do anything so there was no point there was just all like first time now i have to say that the film also is known as demon possessed and the vhs cover for that it looks like one of those like soft porn like core porn films Uh, what were they called um witchcraft yes witchcraft (laughs) now the the girl 
the girlfriend, she's wearing like a bustier, like black bustier with the high 80s panties and also leather boots. And her hands are up around the flaming pentagram that's literally encompassed the whole like front of this cover. And she has like a little side hip pose above her tagline, the fires of hell just got hotter. What's like, that's nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> I love that when I do that shit. <laughs> it looks so insane. Like the cover is just like, no, if I would have seen this, this is not a movie. I would have been like, I need to see this movie. Well, <laughs> That's a horror movie anyway. It's not self-core horror, which I feel like that's just what... They were like, you know what? We can't really do porn. So what we're going to do is um, we're just going to throw these people in this like how weird cabin thing. And then someone's going to get possessed. And then that like possessed person's going to have like sex with multiple women. And we're going to just revolve the whole story around that. That's what's happening. So then we can have our cake and eat it too. And that's exactly what they did. Um, like I said, this is definitely a fun watch. Um, like drinking, like just get the alcohol out. One of my favorite parts of this is when the one guy decides to go for help on the snowmobile (laughs) and somehow I can't even remember how now somehow he catches on fire. (laughs) I think the demon like did something threw gasoline on him gasoline foam for a tree something insane happened but the demon was the one because he didn't want him to go to go the demon really he killed the people and like it it was mostly women i mean i feel like there was like what three girls and three guys or four girls and three guys i feel like there was way more girls than were guys because they killed the guys off like real fast because you can't have like the other guys around if you're just trying to have sex with the girls like come on this competition we gotta kill them and also try to like not have anyone leave then there was like a whole incestuous thing going on because there was a brother and sister but then when he becomes possessed oh this is a wonder woman situation when he becomes possessed he decides, oh, I'm going to have sex with this girl who really is a sister. But now he's possessed in a demon. So now, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's fine like, now. It, it's very weird. It was a very weird. And there's some interesting kills in it other than the like the guy in the middle of the snow that catches on fire and burns to death. Of course, you had to have the classic on the cover that they eventually used. You've got the, the old icicle through the eyeball. Yeah. Because you know every icicle out there is tough enough to pierce a motorcycle helmet and go into your eye and kill you. Yeah, this is it's uh winter horror. Like I wanted to I wanted this film to be a champion, you know, a, like a, a lost gem, you know, the, it, for winter horror, but it it wasn't. I mean, like I said, it's just really fun and insane to watch because you're just like, what is this movie? Like where are you going? Why did you even who the hell was sitting around was like this is what movie I'm going to write down on paper. I'm going to make this. Yeah, and the acting, like I said, these are all first-time actors. So they, I can definitely see why none of them ever really made anything else. Because they're not good. Yeah, and then the guy, like, how was he involved? He went off to produce the first two Hellraiser movies? Yeah, he produced, the, the writer-director of this produced, or was the executive producer of the first two Hellraiser movies. So he needed to just stick with that. Just stick with being an executive producer, guy. You're doing a good job of that, obviously. Yeah. Um, the spirit board, 
like that they pull out of the fucking closet I, my first thought was like did they buy this on ebay like w- what the hell is the spirit board because let me tell you there's all kinds of spirit boards out there all kinds but this one when you look at it it like you did mention it is pretty fucking unique and it's just you know why would you have someone narrate and it's like she sounds like it's like uh, uh, a tired ass like Adrian Barbeau is like narrating this. Like she sounds so tired. Like it was the winter of 2000. You know, like what? Like, oh, the winter of 1989, but it was set in the year 2019 and 2000. It was all over the place. And she she's narrating the film because no one could push the film along because it's so fucking insane and ridiculous. Like she's pointing in the direction, like trying to tell the story of what occurred to her. And like I said, this is the part of the film that fucking gets me, okay? The girl, Jeannie, right? She goes and has sex with her demon boyfriend, right? And he fucking scratches her and does all kinds of shit to her. And then she just finds, she finds out that he's not himself, right? He's a demon and she escapes. Then there's a fucking snowmobile chasing. That's the best fucking thing in the movie. Oh yeah. The snowmobile chasing, which makes no sense. That makes no sense because she gets, they both get hit by like this fucking semi truck and the what the guy what the guy that was trying to save like he got in the way and he died because he came back the one that the guy that was like trying to like get word he was like semi alive remember yeah and that whole chase scene is just so crazy and then the movie just ends like like she she survived this like she survived this whole thing and like her friends they're all dead and she's the only survivor of this like dominican evil summer like winter well summer camp because it's open during the summer but summer camp hell and what she's saddest about is the boyfriend (laughs) the the demon i i walked i remember looking at you and i was like so was this just a love letter to the demon boyfriend because you just fucked her so good that she can't forget it because she's reminiscing 30 fucking years later? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I kept waiting for him to pull up the thing of, and we had his kid, I had his kid, his kid turned out to be evil and blah, 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 but they never went there. No, they did not. The guy on fire, I remember what you're talking about now. I, I had getting confused with someone else on that. I, I mixed it up in my mind. I was thinking the guy caught on fire was the one that went to help. But he's the one that just, uh, I think he got the icicle in the eye or something. He got fucked up in some way. I can't remember. Look, man, I don't even... Oh, no. That's what... It, he hit the uh, the wire, the barbed wire. Yes. He, he hit the barbed, barbed wire, wire that was sticking out of the ground and he didn't see and it got him. That was it. Because we had that. We had the guy get the eye, the eye, uh, I'm sorry, the icicle in the eye. And then we had the one who got killed in the freezer because the ceiling fan lowered down really low and cut her to pieces. Yes. Because every freezer has a ceiling fan in it. You know, you got to keep the shit cold. (laughs) But I love the fact that in these movies with random shit, like, okay, it's the fan blades of a ceiling fan. They don't normally sharpen those to razor sharp levels. Spoiler alert, they don't sharpen those at all. Even if the fan's metal, the the edges of them are not that sharp that they're going to turn you into a fucking mincemeat pie in there in the freezer, you know? Then the, 
you know, every movie will have a score, you know, or soundtrack. And, you know, when they were thinking, you know what, what is the the song that we're going to have at the end of this film? Hmm, let's do an instrumental version of Three Blind Mice. Like, what? <laughs> what is, what the fuck? <laughs> why? Why? I don't, it doesn't even have anything to do with the movie. Like, I would understand if, like, someone maybe went blind or maybe you were too blind to see what was really going on. Maybe you just, because at the end of the movie, you just want to poke your fucking eyes out and make yourself blind. <laughs> must be because this one was just all over the fucking place i'm telling you like i said stinking drunk okay you're just like just watching it with a friend and you're both blasted out of your mind just laughing the fuck up because this movie is fucking hilarious you know i give it uh yeah i give it one half i give it half a knife <laughs> Yeah, that's. I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's see. What should I give this movie? Nothing. I give this movie nothing. Damn, you started the year with giving it nothing. Yeah, you know what? I take it back. I'm gonna give it one star because it is hilarious. Uh, one knife. I'm so sorry. One knife. It doesn't matter. Look, we could be doing this podcast for 25 years, and I've been so like conditioned to say stars because you know back in the day they would do like and even now i think maybe like amazon has like oh you like do stars knives i give it one knife for the sex scenes and the kills and that's it now i can't say this movie actually had any jump scares in it because everything in this movie was so telegraphed way far in advance that you can't even they didn't even do the old cat jumping in or do any of that kind of stuff it was just a very slow like Oh, I'm going to turn the fan on in the freezer now. I sure hope you don't get chopped to pieces by it. Okay. <laughs> it was bad. The jump scare would be when the guy got with his barb- barbed wire. Like, that's about it. That's it. And that wasn't really much of a jump scare because you saw that shit coming. <laughs> no jump scares in this one. That's it. We can't even we have to redo our whole name of a podcast because this one had no zero jump scares. Um, maybe like the demon popping up and popping into the girl's vagina was a jump scare i don't know there was nothing in here that would even remotely qualify to me demon penis i mean i don't i don't know that doesn't sound like a good thing it didn't work well for the lady in the entity technically that was a ghost but still it's just like i equate it to the same thing well thank you so much for joining us for the review on the chill factor um (laughs) just want to make sure it's the chill don't go looking for chill factor the chill factor uh stay tuned to the horror and now folks it's time to say good night we sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment please drive home carefully and come back again soon good night